You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, guys. As we know, the loss now moves the Chiefs to the second seed in the AFC. Buffalo obviously has the tiebreaker over us. I hate this. I don't think this is how it's going to end up in the end. How are we feeling about being bumped to two? Well, uh, the Chiefs still have the easiest remaining schedule. So I think, I, Nick, exactly. I think you said maybe the one seed. So you're like, hey, maybe the one seed's gone. I don't feel that way. I think the one seed is still either. very much in play, including the fact that Cincinnati. And so here's the thing. Tennessee's still Tennessee. Um, they got their ass kicked today. Good. They're out of the one seed conversation. We can bury them by. So Baltimore just lost Lamar Jackson. We can bury them one seed by. So we're down to four teams. We're down to Miami, Buffalo, Cincinnati, and the Chiefs. Miami's going to be tough, right? So when we do when we when we do that conversation, how we're going to include them is going to make it really difficult. So one way or the other, they're going to have to make those separation from each other. So I still think Kansas City is not in the driver's seat, but still, I don't know, a co-favorite with Buffalo for the one seed. And I still think they're just as good as that team. They lost to a good team. Good teams lose to other good teams sometimes. I can still take that in perspective, even though Cincinnati, they got beat by. They lost by three on the road to a Super Bowl contending team. That doesn't seem like a reason to knock them off of the perch. Yeah, I think I think if you if you gave me a scenario where uh, I, you told me the Chiefs had the exact same record they do now, right? They're nine and three. But instead of having losses to the Bills and the Bengals, that those two losses came against the... Niners and the Chargers. Chargers, yeah. Would you rather have that? Would you rather them lose to Probably. The teams in the NFL? Because I, I hate to turn. I'm wearing a KU sweater, so I'll, I'll make a KU basket. You. <gasps> um, yeah, I'm sorry, Kayla. Uh, by the way, I after everything we, the last couple, we have work. Yes, I I have a lot of on that. A lot all, on that. I'll <laughs> save for another day. An alternative podcast to hash that out, but. <laughs> KU basketball routinely would like lose bad games to the worst team in the big 12. They'd lose to like TCU and Iowa state and fans would say, well, what what the hell is this? And and, like, I I would rather, I would rather lose to the good teams because that's what happens when you play good teams, you lose, you lose to good teams. But when you lose to bad teams, you show what your floor is. You show, you show what you're really capable of when you lose to bad teams, the chiefs don't lose to bad teams. I, well, well, I guess the Colts, but the Colts, but that's what <laughs> that's one game every three years. And we know it's an anomaly. So we just accept it. This is what happens when you play good teams, like you lose some of them and you're not exactly getting washed. What, what, what both games they've lost to the bills and the chiefs were three points each, right? No, four points. To yes. the, yeah. It was a four. It was 20 points to bills. Oh, 27, 24 to the Bengals. So, to the two teams you most fear in the AFC, you've lost by a combined seven points. I can live with that. It's not 
ideal. I would rather be, I would rather this team be uh, a 12 and 0 winning, right? Be 12 and 0 <laughs> blemishes and be on an imperial death march, uh, destroying everything in their way. But that's not how it works. You're in these games. I know like this is the immediate aftermath of being able to really sort of wonder what's going wrong. Is this whole thing falling apart? But you lost by a field goal. If Kelsey doesn't fumble that ball, who knows how this thing ends up going? I, I know that like across the course of like convert, like we start these podcasts, and I'm like angry at the beginning, and I'm like, oh, this team <laughs> worried about him, and then like the more we, <laughs> I'm like, you know what, they'll be okay. I am well, not worried at all, at all. We, by all accounts, should 100% win out, unless we do something like, terribly wrong to ourselves. Bills have to play the Dolphins and the Bengals. Bengals have to play the Bills. Like, this is going to sort itself out. We're going to be fine. Let's stack up losses. I mean, to any team in the NFL, it doesn't matter. Cincinnati's four losses are to Pittsburgh. Yeah, the Steelers to open the season when they were still rolling out Mitch Trubisky. Dallas, reasonable. Baltimore, reasonable. Cleveland, a couple of weeks ago, Cleveland. Like, I know that that was a month ago now, and now Cincinnati's won four games in a row. So maybe, like you said, they feel like they're on that uh, death march. But you that's what you want. I, again, I, I think losing to good... I, it's like, there's ranking. Winning's the best. Winning by a lot's the best. <laughs> winning by winning, winning by a little is the that's second wrong. best. Losing to good teams, the third best. And losing to bad teams, the worst. That's That's really... Like, so... When I go through the schedules and you start figuring out who they lose to, right? Buffalo's, that's why they stand out when you're saying who's the best team. Buffalo's losses are to the Vikings, a team that we know is at least competitive, right? Mm -hmm. And it took a superhero effort from from Justin Jefferson to even do it anyway, right? It was going to take that kind of effort. They lost to Miami. That's going to be a playoff team, and we know it. It's like, we know the teams that are good. That's it. Like, I still know the Chiefs are good. I still know they're one of the best teams in the AFC. I still think they're the best team in the AFC because I think Buffalo has exposed itself to not being this juggernaut maybe we thought they'd be at the beginning part of the year. But it's just, I, I don't, I don't know, man. It just seems like if you're not saying, yeah, I still feel like they're the best, you're having panic over a three-point loss on the road. I know there's things we're frustrated at, like you said, Nick. You start the podcast and you're like, can you just tackle one guy so we can do this? But yeah. I'm also, it's one game. You get to the end of Teams it. Teams like, lose games. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and, and here's the thing too. Like we said, we gave the chiefs offense a B, even though yeah. they still move the ball pretty efficiently. They had, you know, one turnover and we can talk about the defense. And, and I do think there are serious concerns maybe about the defense that we weren't necessarily talking about because you say, okay, can you just make a few plays when you need them most? And we haven't really seen that against the best teams. And so now we have to wait until the playoffs to see if they can do it. And what will eventually decide whether you move on or your season's over. But the beautiful thing about the Chiefs is they don't give you B performances on offense very often, right? Uh, Or at every five games are A pluses. So I'm assuming that they're going to (laughs) come out next week and be full throttle again, which I'm looking forward to already. By the way, I didn't get my grade. I'm going B plus. Well, you're, you are, like if the three of us were were all teaching geography and like A (laughs) It'll <laughs> Haley, you're the teacher I would most want to have. <laughs> like you would not only not only because you would be the friendliest of the three, you would also be the easiest grader. So that's fair. <laughs> In my True. brief stint of teaching, I was a pretty easy grader. But I was also teaching journalism. Turn this in 
Show up and try. That's what I require from you in this class. I would be an awful teacher. I, if, if I was ever like in a bad mood, I just would not put up with a bunch of rambunctious 13-year-olds. I wouldn't be. Uh, see, I couldn't teach that age. I taught college and I, I, I once had a kid leave class. He skipped the next class, I assume, because in front of the entire class, I said, can you stop? Like he was, he was distracting everyone for like the third consecutive class. And in the middle of the entire thing, I broke what I was saying. And I said, can you stop being a jackass for one second? So that we can get through this in front of everybody. You're supposed to be adult, Cody. No, I said I, it was pretty simple. I said you could just ignore me. You could just pretend to be working or say nothing. No one would even notice. But instead, you're actively dragging other people into it. That was always scary when your teacher would drop a cuss word out of nowhere, and you were like, <gasps> "We're all doomed." <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag public school. Um. All right, guys, let's wrap it up with. Our winners, or no, we're doing game balls. Even I'm confused. Winners, losers, game balls. What do we want to do? Wait, well, I don't. Uh, because the Chiefs last lost. Week? Last week we did winners, losers, but because the Chiefs lost, I think we have to do winners and losers again. Because okay, true, yeah. Have three. Do we? Yeah, have yeah we're not. To hand out? We're not doing game balls on a win or a loss. Exactly. Okay, we'll, we'll find some winners. We'll okay. find some winners. Uh, the I'll, I'll start. Let's start with losers because they lost, as Nick pointed out. <laughs> Harrison Butker, I understand Aww. that I'm not supposed to just give you 55-yard field goals, but the sentence we say regularly with Harrison Butker is, I can accept that he can't, for whatever reason, hit 33-yarder sometimes because he hits everyone from 55, and he should have hit it. Like, they gave you the chance. Look, I would have rather they gone for it. Saying it in the moment, not revisionist history, I just, in those moments, would rather have the ball in the MVP's hands then a kicker. I don't care if Butker's made 70% of his field goals longer than 50 yards in his career. I'd rather take the chance with the MVP player to get four yards than Harrison Butker hit a 55-yarder. But when they entrusted you with it, you had to hit it. Honestly, since coming back from that injury, he has been wildly inconsistent. Way more than normal. I still don't think he's right, which is another reason why you should have put it in Andy's. You should have put it in Mahomes' hands. So, Butker the loser in this game for me. Kayla, who do you have? Okay, I, I, no, okay I I'll go next. Um, my loser, and I know he's very nice, so I feel bad doing this, but Justin Reed, you cannot talk trash the week leading up to a game and then not show up in the game. That's just not allowed. Yeah. Uh, the defense missed a million tackles, as we know. There were three plays where he missed a tackle, got run over. I hated the trash talk. I mean, I know we kind of said it was good because we'd never do it, but this is why I hate it, because then you look stupid at the end of the game. So my loser is Justin Reed. Let's maybe just keep our mouth shut for the rest of the season, went out, and then do the showing up on the field. Andy's going to have words for Reed. You he, think? He did all that talking. He got straight run over like three times. It was it was just like, not, he didn't just miss tackles. Nick. He just like, he just getting like bowled over. You're like, oh, he, and like, you know, people are making fun of him because like on the final play to Higgins, he's playing deep safety and he's just nowhere near the play. They have to get rid of it. They know Justin Reed knows they're blitzing and he's just like standing out in like left field picking daisies. You're like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> and he was in like a million tackles because he just kept throwing it at the safeties. It's a bad day. Bad day for Reed. No, <laughs> no, it's that was you were as kind as you possibly could have been, Kayla, in giving 
Justin Reed, the loser, but it needed, it had to be done. And that's just, those are the universal rules of trash talking. Yep. You can talk trash. Maybe as you just don't as, do it in general. Yeah. yeah. Yes. As long as you back it up, you can say whatever you want. Because there's nobody one- saying Jamar Chase should have talked less trash this week. No, no, he had a, tw- he's a winner. A tweet of him dancing, like hashtag tuna in a can, which I still don't know what it means. <laughs> Someone explain it to us. Because now it's great. Um, I think we've sort of done enough on tackling. I was going to make just tackling in general a loser because the Chiefs seem to not be particularly interested in it. Um, I am going to, uh, my loser is iconic moments. Iconic moments. Um, Bengals now have ruined two iconic moments in Patrick Mahomes' career. The Grim Reaper thing was really cool for a week last year until the Chiefs lost the Bengals game the next week. That Air Jordan touchdown run by Mahomes was perfect uh, tonight until the Chiefs lost the game. So that's a moment that will sort of just be a nice little footnote. Like maybe we'll watch that play. Maybe those highlights will circulate a little bit. But generally speaking, you know, the Justin Jefferson catch earlier this season was iconic because the Vikings beat the Bills in that game. If they would have lost that game, we would have just said, oh, yeah, nice catch. But they won the game. So we're like greatest catch ever. Patrick, Mah- the, the Chiefs win today. We're saying, is that one of the greatest Mah- moments of Mahomes' career? But they lose the game, so it was like, nice run. Cool picture. You're forgetting cool. one. That November, December record. Oh, oh, ruined. Dang it. I mean, he still holds the record, but now it's not as long. Ugh. And it doesn't, it's not going to look as cool when he's like 30 and one in November and December. It's like, ah, but I know that one was Cincinnati. It's like they keep because they might go on and win the rest of these November and December game or these December games. And I'm just going to be annoyed <laughs> that mm-hmm. the one the one on there when November first kicks over next year and they're talking about that stat was this stupid game. Ugh, that's, that's what really bummed me out after the game the most, I think. Yeah. Well, let's end on a high note. Who are our winners? Winners. Big games are back. We had to watch <laughs> a done, right? We were talking about how the Chiefs just put out bangers and all of a sudden we got a boring Chiefs game. No more. We're back to great games. That game was fun. I don't care what anyone like. It sucks the result, but they get in these epic battles because the Chiefs never get blown out. They were down. They were down 10 points early on. It looked like it could have been dicey again. They were letting them go down and score. Right. It's like 14 three. It's like, okay, we can do this. And it just came right back to being a game again. Chiefs got a huge stop back and forth. I know that it stinks to be on the other side of it as always, but I like when the Chiefs are in interesting games because that's what the 325 and Sunday night football times are for. They knew that next week's game was going to be so bad. They couldn't dare put Russell Wilson on TV. Mm. Okay. My winner is Isaiah Pacheco. I heard his name so many times today. 14 carries, 66 yards, another touchdown. Look at the kid go. I'm really proud of him. And he's really coming into his own in this, in this, on this offense, on this team. Um, Yeah. Isaiah Pacheco is my winner. He had a nice, nice little kick return as well. Uh, yes. Yeah, Pacheco is the guy. Like the tandem of Pacheco and McKinnon was really solid. The Chiefs had 138 rushing yards, five and a half yards per carry. I hate to say this because, like, I'm never rooting for a player's injury, and I hope that like Clyde's career is fine. But I don't know that he's going to have much of a role on this team when he gets back. I know we're running long, so uh, I'll just Good. get mine. Very quickly. Four words, guys. Georgie, Orgy, 
putting high. <laughs> Chiefs only had one sack, but it was George Karloftis, second sack on the year. He is trending upward at the right time. Georgie Porgy putting by. The G triple P hive is stronger than ever. Hashtag Georgie Porgy putting by. A hashtag that did not go over well. Well, it- big daddy energy. <laughs> Didn't do great things for us. <laughs> Cody, we'll explain it to you later. Um, that is going to do it for us today. This is It's always game day in Kansas City. He is Cody Tapp. That is Nick Short. I am Kayla Canaram. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. And we will be back with you all on Wednesday. 